And welcome back, everybody. This is Jimmy Kolb and Katie Kolb doing a benching and bullshitting episode for you. Um, we're sitting here in Florida. We're down here at Boca Raton. And uh, this is the night before the WPO Bench Bash, which is fucking awesome. It's back. I uh, know the WPO came back in like 19. The Bench Bash is finally back. So that's cool. Um, before the next big event, which is tomorrow, like I said, <laughs> we wanted to get some questions. A lot of, a lot of common questions have been popping up, <clears throat> either from directly to me or directly to Katie, about the last meet, which was uh, the meet where we hit the 1320. Now, me, personally, I am already kind of bored of that number. I'm looking for the next best thing. Uh, you know, so, so never enough. Sounds ridiculous. Yeah. It's just the way I operate. So, but before you do the next best thing, let's answer all these questions <clears throat> before another thing gonna, happens. Yeah. So we're gonna. She's gonna read them off, so that we get them all answered, and they're all in the same place. Cool. So to start off, just tell everybody where and when it was. February twenty sixth, twenty seventh. I competed on the twenty seventh on the Fat Man Day, uh, York Barbell Hall of Fame in. York, Pennsylvania, uh, of this year, 2022, just to clarify, uh, competed, um, my debut competition in a unlimited shirt, a, uh, custom F8 from Rob Farrell, and, uh, hit a opener of 1225, moved on to a second attempt of 1320, and that's the number that's been floating around for a while, and that's, that's what I did, mm -hmm. uh, made me, I'm pretty sure the, Heaviest man to bench four times his body weight. It was like 4.1 or four point, close to 4.2 times my body weight. Uh, weighed 315 at the time. Uh, heaviest lift ever done. Um, In powerlifting. Higher than the squat, higher than the deadlift. Um, 1320. Most weight ever lifted by a human being. In a full lift. I know, and I always like to mention that like strong men, they do you know partial lifts, sometimes heavier uh, but as far as a full contested lift, uh, heaviest lift ever done, uh, which I'm very, very, very proud of. And I could go on for days on how many people have been there to help me do it, but everybody knows this is a team effort sport. So so you already said that you were in a Pharrell shirt, obviously, yeah. but the question, so everyone wants to know like what shirt you're in, but then they follow that up with how many plies. Because some shirts out here are like, oh, it's 12 plies, oh, it's yeah. 5 plies, you know? Yeah, this was a 4-ply Pharrell with a one of Pharrell's, um, what do you call them? The, the, the insert? The inserts. Um, so uh, Not sewn, it was attached. It was oh, attached cool. <laughs> in there, uh, which is allowed by the IPA. It doesn't have to necessarily be sewn, it has to be attached. So your 12, you didn't have it in there. Correct. Yeah. Um, so yeah, the 1320 was done. With a Pharrell, uh, so it's te It's not a, f I guess you, the insert is not considered, I guess, a full mm -hmm. ply. It's like a half, but it's, it still is more material. So that's, that's it. That's simple question and simple answer. There cool. you go. What was your training like leading up to this? So switching from Polly's into this shirt, when did you first start working in it? And what did that look like compared to your Polly training? Well, I bombed out of a meet in November of 2021. I attempted... Uh, three lifts of 1,070, 1,140, 1,150 pounds in my single-ply katana, and I was a very bloated 315, and I couldn't touch any of my fucking weights. I was very pissed, and it was a 
my I, I did five successful meets in a row. This was number six, and I was really tempting fate, you know, going for six meets in a row with success, and I bombed out because that's just, I'm human, and that happens. So that was late November, so beginning of December, and then so all of December, all of January, most of February, I started working in this Pharrell, this F8, as they call them. Uh, things about didn't... three months? About, about not little, quite. No, it was, it was under three months. A little under three months. Full two months plus about three weeks in the third month. So about all, close to three months. Yeah. Uh, not quite. Um, nothing really changed. I just transferred my training from poly shirts over to the Pharrells. The weights changed. Um, <laughs> the weights got significantly heavier. Your recovery time the reco- was great. I was not bleeding down my arms. I was not losing skin. I would do one of these heavy lifts, and then I would, you know, it, it would be heavy, oh, fuck. But I wouldn't be on the floor for 15, you know, minutes. I'd be, I'd get up and go, oh, wow, that was heavy, but okay, I'm good. So, yeah, recovery was high. My, my skin was intact. Uh, my blood loss was minimal. Uh, like I said, the weights got consistently heavier, 12 plus, 13 plus, 14 plus, on about three different occasions, 1,400 plus. Um side of uh, things to come but anyway so yeah just uh one boards and half boards uh the occasion i touched once in that entire three months just to be sure i could do it so just the same shit that i've done in the past with polys i just transferred that and did it in the pharrells so nothing proprietary or secret thoughts as you were watching them load the bar as you were getting ready you were doing your chalk you were doing your wraps you had our guys there what was going through your mind watching them put that much weight on the bar, knowing that you were about to walk up there and hold that over your face? I didn't watch them load the bar on purpose. I used to I used to walk up to the bench and look at the bar and look at the weights and go, holy shit. <laughs> Even though it's weight, you got to understand, these 1,300 pounds, 1,400 plus are weights that we handle in the gym every single week. It's not abnormal it's very 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 normal to be under those kind of loads but i, I stopped looking because it looks different you know they're gold plate they're gold hundreds they're all hundreds there's no 45s it's all this so it can let I me mean, i had six hundreds per side plus change plus the collars that can that looks pretty fucking intimidating and i don't want to get in my own head I, I was like i know what this is i do this all the time i know what it's gonna feel like mm-hmm. why would i try to or put myself in a situation where I might psych myself out, even though I've really gotten better with the mental game. So I didn't watch them load it. I was just doing my own thing and getting my straps ready and my shirt and talking to Dean, talking to Katie, talking to Amber, and making sure all of my shit and their shit was in line and good to go. So, But knowing that I'm going to go underneath of the bar, it's just one of those things you have to be mentally prepared for and it doesn't happen in a day in a week in a month in a year i've been lifting weights for almost 18 years 18 years come this may will mark 18 years i've been lifting weights 14 years competing and it's a learned skill it's a learned skill to be calm to be focused not getting there's a time and place to be aggressive and get and get mean and whatever but it's not before the lift, it's during the lift. Yeah, that's not your style. It's not. I don't. Yeah. The showboat. If you call it showboating or not, it's just what I I see it. And you're just wasting so much goddamn energy with screaming and, and getting mean and getting psyched. I was like, 
calm down. Like, be hype, but inside. <laughs> Save it for the lift, man. Don't don't put it out, you know, before the lift. You're wasting energy. So it's it's very simple. It's not complicated. I just focused and, like, and, and no, you know, my car could explode out in the parking lot. The, the sun could eclipse. It's just I was so focused on the task at hand and all the same things I do every single time I lay underneath the bar to bench. That I have, I don't have, I don't have a chance to think about anything else. I'm just thinking about what I have to do in that moment, moment by moment, to make the lift perfect, to make it successful. So my mind is blank. That sounds stupid, but it, as you're going up to the bar, yeah, it's just, just it's just blank. I'm just like, okay, let's just like going through the motions, step by step, sit down, get get ready. Okay, let's lay back. I'm 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 li- it's literally step by step. Okay. I'm on the bench now. Okay, let's grab the bar, twist my hands so they're both pronated, get my final breath, arch, stick my shoulder blades on the pad, get nice and arched. Oh, I got lots of sticky on my back. That's great. Arch hard. Okay, I'm not fucking moving on this pad. That's fantastic. Okay, now let's go ahead and do my hands step by step by step. I'm thinking of nothing else except that moment in time what I need to do. Nothing else is going through my head. So the very next question, I feel like this is a good like segue into it. So you're all set up, you're ready to go, and they hand out 1,320 pounds to you. How did that feel in your hands? It goes back to, and everybody keeps it, I get that question in person a lot. You had it today. I had yeah, it today. I added it to the list before we yep. started this. I think yeah. probably three times down here in Florida, I got asked that and I told, I tell them it sounds so dumb and unbelievable. But when my max was 300 pounds back when I was like 14 years old, 15 years old, that 300 pounds felt like I had a Mack truck sitting in my hands. I was like, Oh my God, this is a, this is insane. And then I got used to it. I adapted to it. Then 400 pounds, the first time I touched 400 pounds, I was like, oh my God, there's no way. And how can people do this? This is unbelievable. And then I got, then I adapted to it. So it's an adaption process, you know, as heavy and, and, and abrupt and, and solid as 300 pounds felt to me when I was like 14. That's how 1320 feels to me now. But I've spent almost 18 years slowly adapting myself to these heavier loads, heavier loads, heavier loads, slowly over time. So it felt normal. It's a normal thing. I'm not going, I'm not a 700 pound bencher that's just all of a sudden I'm going to go to 1300. That would, that would, that would break your bones. It literally would break your fucking arms. Mm -hmm. That, and you would, that, that, (laughs) probably more than just your arms. And that would feel insane. But the fact that I'm adapted to it, my bones, my connective tissues, my muscles, my CNS, my body, um, it's just, it's normal. So if I'm not trying to say it feels light, it's very fucking heavy, but it's not like a shock because I have slowly worked up to it. And there's this repeating, uh, kind of a, a pattern coming up. It's time. I keep saying that over time, over time, over time. So normal. Yes. We talked about how you, what you were thinking as you were walking up to the bar and how it was feeling and everything in your hands. Uh-huh. What do you think, what were you thinking 
while you were benching it? And was there, you know, we've got Amber was yelling out stuff. Um, you've got your guys there all giving you your cues and stuff. What are you hearing? What are you seeing? What are you thinking during the actual lift itself? Well, it's just it's it just goes back to that mental state of only thinking about that moment in time. Millisecond by millisecond by millisecond. Time doesn't slow down. Time doesn't speed up. Time doesn't stop. It's just a very normal thing. Um, I'm bringing the weight down. It's very fucking heavy. I'm hearing people, which is strange, because sometimes at max weights, my hearing goes away as I'm coming down with those loads. I've had my vision blur. I've heard buzzing noises. I've My hearing's gone away. But uh, I heard everybody. I heard everything. Um, is there just, anything that stands out? That, like, when you think about it and replay it in your head, like, is there any one thing you can remember hearing during the lift? Or is it just, like, a bunch of noise? It was a bunch of noise. It was a lot of different cues. But it's not as if... You know, it, um, it's not as if one stood out or I heard more one, more, one more than the other. I heard everything. Um, and it's just, you know, having somebody count me down, like, you know, three, two, one, half, you know, you're almost there, your belly up. Um, those are the things that really help. I mean, Amber's talking about my lower body, you know, push the legs, turn the ass on, which means squeeze my fucking cheeks to help push my belly up more. I got Brian or someone out behind me saying, you know, counting me down, which means, okay, I'm in the right spot. Just go down. Keep being patient. Don't force the touch and come out of position. Just stay right where you're at. Push my belly up. Push my belly up. Um, and, and just, obviously, <laughs> I guess one of the commands that stands out is <laughs> press. <laughs> That's the I, one you're listening for. I hear that one very clear. <laughs> and, you know, you don't have to wait for the entire word to come out. Press. And then you go, when you hear the the, the P on the press that you go as soon as you hear the pr you go so and then uh, then the next one is obviously the racket <laughs> so um, it's just normal stuff I mean just like any I'm just a competitor like everybody else in this sport I am a competitor I have to lift to a standard and uh, it's just it's just it's normal just like the guy that's trying to bench 500 pounds the guy that's trying to bench his first seven or eight it's the same thing I'm just I'm just at a different weight. But it's the same thing. Same sport, same lifts, same rules, same everything. All right. So everybody just really wants to know what you're thinking. Like, they want to get inside your head, I guess. I guess. That's what all these questions are. So one more about what you were thinking. <clears throat> um, your first thoughts as soon as you got that rack command. I, I remember doing the lift... And I really remember it because my left arm, I felt a shooting like lightning bolt that went for up my arm, like towards my hand. I was like, ooh. And I felt that secure lockout. I knew I had it. Um, but then I kind of had a moment where I almost didn't realize it, I guess, or kind of forgot. Just a very strange. It's never happened before. Uh, kind of euphoric, and I wasn't sure if I had done it or if the lift was complete. That's why I was asking, like, did I do it? Did I do it? Yeah, so if you haven't seen this video that he's talking about, so the view from behind the bench, he gets it in the rack, and normally he, like, hops up off the bench. He's looking for the lights, 
and he lays there and he says, did I do it? Did I do it? He says it twice. And everyone's like, yeah, let's get up. So, and then it was just, it was just, just pure joy. I, I could just, I was just all smiles. Katie's standing right over there fucking bawling. <laughs> My guys are crying. Um, just Do you abs- feel like it didn't sink in until, so like you knew you had it. You just said that. You knew you had it when that rat came in was there. It was good. Mm-hmm. That feeling, how did that compare to like when you saw the white lights? I didn't see the lights. I, I, I sat up and just sat there. I knew I had it. I didn't have to look at the lights. I knew because everyone was celebrating. Yeah, you knew I was, they were I, white. I knew yeah. it, and I and I, I just felt how clean it was. It, it wasn't bobbling. It wasn't like a half lockout, like a gift. I, I knew that the lockout was there. Um, I didn't even know that you didn't see the lights. I did. I didn't have to. I just you I, just knew. <laughs> I sat there. and I was just happy as fuck. And you were and once everybody was screaming and crying and putting hands on me. I'm like, okay, I probably got it. Don't be celebrating. Wouldn't that be some shit if we were all celebrating and they were like, hey, by the way. Yeah. But (laughs) the thing is, is like I've had a lot of completed lifts. So I don't think what I realized was just how heavy, how big it actually was. I've done a lot of successful benches. I've had a lot of unsuccessful benches too. (laughs) Um, All at lighter weights, you know, up up to 200 pounds lighter than this. But um, the, the, the magnitude... Of what had just happened didn't hit me. It was just another completed lift. When, it, when it's all said and done, that's just like any other lift. Not even mine, like other people's. It's just a completed lift. Mm-hmm. But the magnitude of what it actually was and how heavy it was, what it meant, um, didn't hit me until I'm still kind of trying to understand it. Mm-hmm. But again, I, I'm bored of it. I'm I want to move on and get the next one because I'm not done. I just gotta make sure my body is healthy and not in f- fucking pain all the damn time. Like it is, you know, most of the. We'll see how you feel after tomorrow. Yeah, I'm assuming you it's know. gonna be good. I have a good feeling be a about good day. it. But, uh. Might be a tired day. Yeah. Because it's only two plies tomorrow. Yeah, yeah. Before, they they so. limited, they limited, uh, the band shirt. They're allowing them, allowing band mm-hmm. shirts, but you have to use two ply only. Might just take a little more out of you. Which is, yeah, it's interesting. I like that. So, uh, we'll. We'll get to that one when we uh, when we get there. Yeah. Complete it. So we're gonna <laughs> yeah. wrap this one. What do we got? Um, so the moments right after that. So we took pictures, and you had Rob Farrell come up and stuff like that. So just tell him about like what those moments were, and like what the rest of the day was for you. Who did you call first? Who did you text? Well, like you said, I got pictures with you. I got pictures with the weights. I got pictures with Rob Farrell. Uh, lots of pictures were taken. I'm just you know just trying. I'm just I'm being happy. I know I did something, but it still is not registering exactly what it what I did. Mm-hmm. Um, I think a lot of people were expecting me to go over twelve. Yeah. But I don't know if anybody had seen thirteen twenty coming. And uh, we didn't even celebrate twelve, really, because we had I mean, twenty minutes until you're ne- even not I even was, that. I was happy. It was the first human to bench twelve. I was very happy with that lift. Yeah, but it was you were it already just, moving on to yeah, the next thing. It just it gets overlooked yeah, because in minutes <laughs> because obviously hundred almost a hundred pounds more on the next lift kind of not really negates, but it kind of like it really it supersedes yeah. the, the first to bench twelve, uh-huh. and then fifteen twenty minutes later you broke that. Mm-hmm. Being the first to bench thirteen by ninety five pounds, like that alone, 
is super cool. Yeah, um, I don't know if that's been done before in the same meet. Obviously not. I know the I, first to do it. I know, like Gene was the first to do nine and a thousand. Oh, I got but they, you. Those were at. They different, weren't at the same meet. Yeah, they, I think they were almost a year apart. I think gotcha. he did so. But uh, anyway, so no. Um, after all that, and after hugging and kissing a lot of people, <laughs> a lot of people, like um, several people, spotters, my guys, my gym people, my gym family, Katie, just like just. The people that were there to help that came in from out of state, just everybody. Um, once that was all said and done, then I <clears throat> took all my equipment off and uh, was looking for Katie to borrow her phone because my phone was nowhere to be found. I didn't really, really give a shit about it. So I found her outside fucking irking into the grass. <laughs> I was like, hey, can I borrow your phone? While she's ah! I was like, I'll wait. I was a it's little okay. overwhelmed. <laughs> and then uh, the first person I tried to call, I think, was... I think I called my mom first, but obviously these things hit the internet lightning fast. Way I still before we were even yeah, I off s- the platform. I still yeah. don't know how that, I mean, it's the internet. I don't really give a shit. It sh- was very fast. Oh, and the live stream. It was streamed live, well, there so you, people okay. were taking it from there. Live yeah. stream and then posting it. And yeah. So I called her. She already knew, but she was super proud. Then I called Kevin, mm-hmm. Kevin Pittman from Anderson. And I, well, he didn't answer, so I called my grandparents next. Then I called... Tracy, then Fobby, mm-hmm. then I finally got a hold of Kevin, and he didn't know yet, so I got to... Yeah, because bro- he was driving. I got to actually break the news to him before he even knew, so he's like, what happened? How's it going? I was like, well, I, this and that. He's like, oh my God. And, <laughs> uh, and then just enjoying the rest of the me, my buddy Owen uh, was doing his first ever uh, sanctioned meet, full power, raw, so we got to watch him finish. Uh, he did... Um, his deadlift was... He benched before I... No, he benched after me. Didn't he? Mm, yeah, because it was okay. bench-only flight So I got first. to watch him bench. Then I got to watch him deadlift, mm-hmm. um, which was super cool. He got a nice total that he gets to build from from this point forward. Mm-hmm. Um, stuck around to get, get the award. I don't keep awards anymore. Um, I give my awards to the gym because like, I don't... The, the, the awards are just things they're just items what's gonna the the lift is what's gonna live forever that's what I, I care about the number and the lift and trying to leave some sort of legacy behind I don't care about the trophies as much I, I, I accept them but I give them to our gym because hey like thank you for letting me be here lift here support me creating Here's, this amazing environment in the community here's something here is something to show what we've done yeah. what i've done please accept you know what you've helped him build yeah i, yeah. I mean in the this gym i've i've gone from benching 1035 first thousand pound bench to benching 11 to benching 12 to benching 13 with this gym this gym owner this crew this family and fucking incredible absolutely so, absolutely incredible how did you celebrate after that day have you celebrated? We haven't really... I mean, we've been busy. We... Guys, we, we left York. We drove. We picked up our dog. We had him in a sitter <laughs> in York. Steve Mom. And then we drove str- five hours straight to fucking Ohio, straight up to, to my, our, my mom's. And we spent Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday in Ohio with family. Thursday, we were looking at houses in Dayton. From Dayton, we went to Columbus, got in the hotel... Conducted the three days, three full days at the Arnold Classic. 
um, before driving back to mom's Sunday night, spending the most of the day with family, and then we came to Virginia. Tuesday, we were home for the next three days, went back to York to help judge and officiate another competition. It's been wild. It's been crazy. Yeah. We've not we've not had an opportunity just to slow the fuck down. Yeah, because the days we were home, we're getting like orders and stuff out for our small business, and um, so we guess we really haven't had a chance to like I, celebrate, celebrate. But no, but you know, I've I've I've, I've had chances to reflect on it, remember it, look back at videos. Yeah. Uh, you know, just it's just really, I've celebrated in my own way. I've not had a full out woo, you know, just, mm-hmm. I was like, Hey, we did it. That's great. And, uh, I've enjoyed it. But like I keep saying, I, I'm over it. I want the next number. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't, I'm not stopping there. That was my debut. That was my first meet and, uh, Pharrell. So what, what can I, that was with three months of training. What can I do with a year or six or months, even more. a year, yeah, two months, years? Yeah. What the, what's going to hold, you know, that, that's what I'm thinking about now. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's, you know, just kind of just living life normal. Just got back home. Like she said, started putting out orders and t-shirts and stickers and just, uh, just getting back to normal. Um, that was kind of our celebratory thing. This lift, what was the hardest part of this accomplishment for you? Hmm. Hardest part. That's that's a hard question because it's um the whole process is hard. It's not just the lift. Oh, it's heavy. It's a heavy lift, man. No, it it goes it goes way deeper than that. Mm-hmm. It's being in the gym five to six days a week for three to four. Give me a break. Even five hours some Saturday mornings. Yes, bench days sometimes take five mm-hmm. hours. Week in and week out, no breaks, heavy weight all the time, looking at weaknesses, trying to make them better. Um, and not even just bench days. You have really grueling back days. Back days, two lower body days, two mm-hmm. bench days. It's just it's this whole whole thing. And constantly, I'm, I'm not fucking kidding, chronic pain. Something is always hurting if it's not a shoulder it's a back if it's not any of those two things it's my forearms if it's not that it's my hands or it's my try it's something jesus christ i'm i'm constantly in some form of pain i never have a pain-free day it's miserable and it's getting through that it's getting the calories and the food and the sleep and the cpap naps you know during the day (laughs) and uh and the 45 minute to the gym and 45 minutes back and um, so you're saying this was like really hard and it wasn't just putting a shirt on and no, benching I mean, 1300 pounds you can pounds, say huh? whatever you want <laughs> as hard as it is or ooh it's cheating I can do that too go the fuck ahead and do it but no it, honestly it's all the work that leads up to it yeah. the meats are supposed to here's the thing my philosophy is among other things I could go down that rabbit hole but I won't part of my philosophy then is that I work out so goddamn hard in the gym on a consistent weekly basis. My work volume is through the fucking roof. When I get to the competition, my workload is severely lot so much lower than my workload at a typical day in the gym. 
So my work capacity is super high. So when I get to the competition, that's actually kind of the easier part. Mm-hmm. I got what? I got warm-ups plus maybe one, two, at most three. Three if you're lucky. Three yeah. if I'm lucky. I did two lifts at this meet. Mm-hmm. Um, and then I'm done. That's it. Yeah, no accessories afterwards. No. Nope. You, yeah. just, you just celebrate and yeah. eat and sleep. and Oh, boy. I mean, this was different because we had to drive to Ohio and do the Arnold that week. But... Um, it's, it's, it's all the behind-the-scenes stuff. And that's what pe- people in the sport, people in the sport know this. Mm-hmm. It's these people that are outside the sport that don't have a clue who just see the lift and go, Bleh, cheater, Bleh, I can, you know, easy, up, cheat, lift. It's like, hey, they, they don't see. Now, if you're on my Patreon, they get to see all of the behind the scenes stuff every set of every lift of every movement on every day mm-hmm. what i do that's the stuff people don't know and see but like i said it's people in the sport raw or not assisted equipped both sides know the kind of work and determination and sacrifice that goes into accomplishments like this so that's what I would say would be the hardest part. The hard stuff is mm-hmm. the stuff that's not on the platform. Yep. Cool. Yep. Is there anything you would do differently leading up to this bench or during the bench itself? Nope. It was very rarely do I get two successful lifts in the same meet. Um, I wouldn't change anything because it it, it was it was yeah. pretty flawless. I think. Everything you did got you. Yeah. Those two big benches. So I would not change a thing. I, I honestly can say that. Uh, I could go back to a lot of lifts and say, oh, I would try that, oh, maybe this, but I've gotten to the point where I've really weeded out a lot of the shit that doesn't work, and I know what works for me and my physiology and my makeup. So, nope, I, it was perfect. I executed it excellently in the training and the the food and the the, the proper amount of hydration and salt load or whatever I everything was perfect I know I, okay perfect's not the right word that's that human and perfect do not mix that does not there's no such thing as perfect yeah, in human but everything added up just how it needed to it was a good fucking day and I wouldn't yeah. change it for the world good. So go ahead and say that so you also have an 1120 single ply mm-hmm. so the heaviest single ply bench in history and now you have 1320, that's 200 pounds. How did those benches feel? Like if you remember how your 1120 felt and then how this 1320 felt, how did they physically feel for you and then how did they like emotionally feel for you? Physically, you have to get down to, well, there's a 200 pound difference. But at the time, that was my max, 1120 was the max. I was adjusted to heavier weights, but I was able to do a full range bench of 1120. Now, obviously, I've handled a hell of a lot more weight than my 1320, but I was fully capable of doing a full range bench of 1320 on that day. So they felt physically different for the weight. They felt physically different because of the nature of the different material, single ply polyester versus unlimited band shirt. It's completely different. Same outputs, or not output, same goal in mind. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Put it successful on. Successful day. Successful yeah. day, big benches, and protect your body from getting hurt. Boom. Mm-hmm. But a uh, completely different means, you know, uh, high compression with poly versus uh, high elasticity 
with some compression with the band shirts. Um, and they, you know, you, you have to operate each lift a little bit different, different things you have to overcome and work with. So there's, there's the normal physical stuff mentally, you know, hmm. <laughs> the 1120, I was in a situation where it was the heaviest bench ever done, regardless of age, weight class, gender, Oh yeah. Uh, gear used, single ply, multi ply band shirt, drugs, no drugs, heaviest bench ever done at that point, which was a big, 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 very big deal to me. Mm -hmm. I was very, very, very proud of of being able to hit the heaviest bench ever done by a human using the the least amount of equipment. Mm -hmm. That was pretty cool, but I. But then you're thirteen twenty to turn that around was the heaviest lift in powerlifting history ever. Like, bigger than the squat. Yeah, I, I outbenched the squat record. I mean, obviously the deadlift record's in the 11s, but but the thing was, with the 12, I always have to mention the 12 and the 13. It's not just the 13. The 12 and the 13, yes, they were both PRs consecutively, but the thing was, it was a little bit different of a situation because when I did the 11-20, it was the heaviest ever done, yada, 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 I just explained that, but... I was not the first to bench 11. Tiny was the first man to bench 500 kilos or 1,102 pounds. And then, you know, Will Barati, then myself. We both, we've all three done an 1,100-something bench. Mm -hmm. the, this meet was different because I was the first human to bench 12 and 13. It was a different situation. Yes, I mean, it's, it's, it's both at the same time. It's the heaviest bench ever done, yada, yada. But I've never been in that position where I was the first human to accomplish these milestones. And records, in my opinion, are basically rented. They're borrowed. We have them to be broken. Whether I break it or somebody else breaks it, it's going to get broken someday. That's why we have records. But what nobody can ever take away from me, which is what helps me sleep at night, <laughs> is the fact that I was the first to do something. The first to do 12 and 13 consecutively mm -hmm. at the same competition even. So that's something, that that's really, that's arguably more special than what the 1120 was. The 1120 has its own, I mean, it's, it's single ply polyester. It has its place in my heart, but for a different reason. Mm -hmm. So that's a little elaborate, but that's that was good, good yeah. answer, I guess. So piggybacking on that a little bit, going back to the physical side of the shirt differences, would you rather have the compression of that 1120 at a lighter weight than 1320, or would you rather have the heavier weight with the less compression because of it's a different shirt? I don't know. It's 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 what you do. You not have a preference. I don't because I, I got the best in both right now. So and you like the pressure and how polys work, but you like being able to do the insane, absolutely crazy, heavy yeah. weights in the Pharrells. Yeah, yeah. I, I I you know, and I'm not going to publicly say it too often, but I I do have a couple of numbers that I want to hit um, down the road in these Pharrells and. Uh, so I won't get into that, but they both have their own challenges. They both have their own perks. They both have their own, God damn it, I hate this shit. Uh, but, uh, I, and I, and I, I, I don't know. It's, I have a passion for both. It's, mm -hmm. it's, you know, 
So, no, I, I wouldn't say I prefer one or the other. No, I think they, they're called katanas because it feels like they have a fucking a blade in the sleeves and it's slicing your arms open on the <laughs> way down. So that's, that's something. Um, I don't miss... The pain. The pain, the loss of skin, the blood running down my arms, the constant busted blood vessels in my chest, shoulders, arms, face, eyeballs... Um, I don't miss, and then after completing a big lift in a poly, I'd be on the floor for ten or fifteen minutes. Mm-hmm. I do a big lift in one of these Pharrells, and I'm like, "Man, What's that next? was heavy." Yeah, but okay, cool. well, let's, let's do another yeah. one. So, they both have perks. They they're both awesome. Cool. Now that you've had a couple weeks, it's been almost a month. I'd say five weeks almost. Yeah. yeah. It was February twenty seventh. And. Tomorrow is the 26th. Tomorrow's the 26th. So yeah, almost okay, a month. almost a month. Yeah. How are you feeling? We talked about how you felt then. How are you feeling now after you've had time to just process? I feel exactly the same. Or, <laughs> or a little bit more. Like I, I've said it like four or five times maybe that I, I'm over 1320 and I'm ready for the next thing. I don't dwell on numbers. The same week I did 1120... That's the same week. I was fucking over it. I'm like, what's next? Yeah. What do I do? I, I don't dwell. That's actually my next question on mm. here. And the final question. Yeah. That was the last one mm. from the... These have been compiled just from, like, people asking online, like, so many things. Whether it's comments on, like, Instagram or YouTube or in your inbox or in my inbox or people we've ran into. Okay. Just questions that have been repeated over and over. Mm-hmm. So what is next? Besides... Bench bash tomorrow. That's mm, obviously that's the next. That's the next one in yeah. the immediate future. Um, but what's next? Fourteen hundred. We're gonna do back to Polly. What's the plan, bud? It's I have I like I mentioned I have a couple of numbers in mind for Pharrell equipment for the unlimited division. I don't want to make that too public because it takes pressure off of me. But just know that I I think the human body is capable of certain things. It's going to take not a month, maybe not six months, maybe not even a year. It's going to take a long time to get there. I have big, very, very, very large numbers in mind. <laughs> I, st- I have very, very large numbers in mind for polys, too. Mm-hmm. Not just Bancher. I have, I have the Unlimited and the Single Ply. Hell, I'd like, to, I'd like to own the Multiply. Have all three at the same time. I think that'd be, that'd be kind of cool. Do yeah. a meet and Multiply. Um, it's going to be an adjustment process. I've been doing the Pharrells for the last... Four, three months, maybe five. Well, I guess four months now. Four months, um, yeah. and they work completely different. I mean, same goal in mind, but different, uh, different uh, means. So I'd have to adjust to it, re- reacclimate, get used to the you know the lack of pop you get from a band shirt compared to a poly, and uh, pick a meat and go. Okay, it's, now it's back to polys. Um, but with the coming events, uh, obviously the WPO tomorrow. Uh, that's allowing two ply band shirts. Uh, then they got the baddest bencher in May, so maybe after the baddest bencher, I'll consider switching back to multi ply or single ply, mm-hmm. and trying to get a big number in one of those divisions. But I'm yeah. always constantly, and I'll and here's the thing: I will never know when it's enough until I do something. Mm-hmm. You know, if I eventually bench, I'm afraid, I'm just being outlandish. If I eventually work up to a 1700 pound bench hmm. and it's like Sir. <laughs> is that enough 
Well, I won't know until we won't I know do until it. You're there, yeah. If I work up to a 1,200-pound bench and single ply, will that be enough? I won't know until I do it. Yeah. I mean, some people know this. We've shared with like our crew and stuff that you have a goal board in your ha- in our house that just hangs in the kitchen, and I'm like, okay, cool, he's got it. Like, I'm gonna put it in permanent marker, and you're like, no, 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 keep it dry erase because now I think I want to set this goal just a little bit higher and I'm like I'm never gonna put this in permanent marker Mm -hmm. because every single time things change like I said (laughs) just want more records it's a record board records are Mm -hmm. rented they're not owned like yeah oh I own the record well no you're you have the record you have it like currently you're real cool but yeah but you might not have it for very long Mm -hmm. you might not have it forever no record I don't think there will ever be an unbroken a, a record that will remain unbroken. I, I except think, for like the ones that are frozen because well, of weight because classes of technicality and stuff like that. Yeah, the, the gay ass USAPL that changed all their weight classes, so all those records got frozen because those weight classes no longer fucking exist. Yeah, yeah. stupid. Anyway, but other than those ones, no, I think there will never be a record that truly never gets broken because humans are adaptable. Mm-hmm. Humans are pretty amazing well i mean i think we're also really stupid sometimes but uh the human body is capable of a lot more than people give it credit mm-hmm. for people are evolving the sport is evolving consistency evolving. persistency obsession those are my three words when it comes to this sport how i feel like i've become successful because of those three things so if humans can remain consistent persistent and obsessive over things uh, anything is possible, and I believe that limits are fiction. So mm-hmm. I'll end it with that. That is the last question we had. Yeah. Uh, collectively from the internet, Instagram, Facebook, YouTube, and compiled into the questions that you just read or heard. So uh, that was benching and bullshitting. Tomorrow is the WPO Bench Bash for Cash down here in Boca Raton, Florida. Um, it's very fucking late, which is normal for us anyway. We're going to go ahead and wrap this up. Uh, we'll... we'll conduct the meet tomorrow we'll do another one of these kind of based on this meet tomorrow yeah. and if it goes questions. well maybe we'll just go live on yeah. monday when we're home yeah we can go live do the next one we fly out sunday morning so it's gonna we won't be back until about monday but we'll yeah. go live and talk about it and yeah. uh but we will catch you next time on the next episode of benching and bullshitting on the <laughs> cold strong power podcast so katie and jimmy signing out and we'll talk to you next time